0: This is the EWN Radio Network. This is Turn Knowledge to Profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. Now, here are your hosts for Turn Knowledge to Profit entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors, Janelle and Michael McCauley.
1: Welcome, and thank you for joining us on Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm Janelle McCauley, and I'm here today with my co-host, Michael, who is also my husband and business partner. And we're excited to bring you insights, ideas, and tools that you need to earn more, make a bigger impact, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. On last week's show, we spoke with Leslie Hassler about the growing need for coaches to support their clients and with Nafisa Shireen about how she prioritized herself while growing her coaching business. In our business builder segment, we focused on the characteristics of great courses. What do we have planned for today's show, Michael?
2: First up in our trends and insights segment, Janelle will be talking with realtor and the creator of the single mom empowerment program. Tina Colazzo about the emergence of real-time video and how you can use it in your business. Next in today's success interview, we'll talk with the world leader in educating, mentoring and coaching people on practical consciousness creation, Jackie Lappin, about how she's connecting speakers and opportunities. In our Business Builder segment, I'll be back to talk about the importance of including stories in your offerings. You're going to want to take notes, so grab a pen and paper, and let's get started.
3: First up, it's trends and insights. Your insider's look at industry changes being leveraged by today's most successful Coaches, speakers, and authors. Today we're talking with realtor and creator of the Single Mom Empowerment Program, Tina Collazo. Welcome, Tina.
4: Thank you so much, Janelle. I'm so so excited to be here with you all.
3: I'm excited for our conversation today, and I'd love to start our trends and insights segment with asking our guests. To share with us a current trend that you see that's impacting coaches and authors and speakers like yourself,
4: Yes, yeah, so what I am seeing and, and where things are now is definitely moving towards social media, specifically video and even taking things to the next level and getting comfortable with a periscope or even Facebook live. It's requiring us to get in front of the camera.
3: <laughs> so You know, I hear a lot about that, and I see different things on social media. How do people know which is the right tool for them or the right way to use what they've recorded?
4: In my opinion, Janelle, the the right tool is going to be based upon your demographic. Like, for example, mine is single moms, and Mm -hmm. I know in looking at, you know, the research that, Single moms will spend more time on Facebook than they will on Twitter. They will go on Instagram, but the majority of the time it's Facebook. So for me – it would be it's worth my time to post video on Facebook, as well as um, even now going to the next step and doing a Facebook live because they're more likely to engage with me there than they would if I did you know went on Paris um, went on Twitter and did Periscope. So I definitely you know would advise anyone listening that they need to look at where their demographic spends the most amount of time, and that is a social media platform in which they need to make that investment and utilize whatever um, video um, tool that will um, allow them to leverage whatever product or service they are promoting.
3: No, that's, that's great advice. And I also think that it's important for people to have a social media plan, and I don't know if you need to have it for your videos, but I've seen some videos that have people are doing it to do a video versus sharing, and actually having content where they're giving. Um, And I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. But I think it's important to be able to add value and not just promote.
4: That's true. Um, I've been able to do a combination of both, like from utilizing my iPhone mm-hmm. <laughs> and doing a quick little how-to video. You know how to overcome fear, and it, there's nothing um, sexy about it. It's just hey, me getting on the phone. But it, it's it's just it's another way to reach them, meaning that I'm approachable. Um, it's nothing fancy, and I've been on TV and been able to leverage um, video from being on a you know interview that way. And so it's kind of a great way to reach both, um and it still establishes credibility. I think as long as um you are providing value, I you know, I learned a long time ago in some business coaching that I was receiving. Give them potato chips. If you keep giving potato chips, they're going to come closer and they're wanna wanna do business with you. So um it's always it's better to give um, the valuable information that can help um, be a game changer for them and then ultimately as you do that they'll raise their hand and mm-hmm. so uh, I think video is just a great way um, also because you ha- they'll have 24-7 access to you so say if you load it up onto your YouTube channel post it on your Facebook or post it on your Twitter or Instagram, they'll be able to still access it at any time that's convenient for them. And it'll have a longevity in shelf life. I mean, I was speaking with a gentleman yesterday that um, I'm going to be interviewing soon. And he said, Hey Tina, I watched your video and it's something I did a few years ago, but he, you know, he appreciated the, the advice that I shared in there, even though it's for single mom community, it was just, it was like, still it has that shelf life. So, um, I think it's to people's advantage is to to do both.
3: Well, I think it's important for people to see the video because they really get to know you. There's so many articles and posts out there that it's really hard to get to know someone just from reading, and I know people don't have much time, so I love the, you know, 90 second to 2 minute tips. Mm-hmm. And I've opted into a lot of people's websites or to learn more about them based on the content that they give. Uh, And I think that what you say about, um, I love the potato chip analogy, Mm. because what it does is it people may not be ready to do business with you now, but I know there are people that I've gone back to do business with when I needed them because I got to know them and I also share a lot of those ones that are of a lot of value. So that person's not just getting me. They're getting people in my community. So I think we need to look at how we can leverage them and the value of that.
4: Oh, so now, I totally agree with you with that. And that's, that is definitely the advantage of le- if utilizing video with social media because it allows for that share. It allows for that, um, those people, those contacts you would have never had. You know, you could somebody could be here listening to you, but you could have a friend all the way in Australia that you've now shared my video with, and they're watching it. So it allows for um, the world. I was what I in my mind, I call it the world to be flat, where um, it allows for us to have a global impact. Mm -hmm. You know, because a video, if it it touches someone's heart, they're going to want to share it. So I I totally agree with you on that.
3: Absolutely, and so I think it's important for people to have a clear idea of what they want to accomplish and look at, I mean, I find articles all the time and what I try to do then is take kind of my takeaway and turn it into a message, whether it's a meme that I can post on Facebook or whether it's a tip I can share or whether it's a link that if I think it's a real solid article that I can send it and Look at those things, and I try to give so much more than I'm asking people to take action. Now, I know there's a lot of um, beliefs in, in what you should do, but I believe in building that relationship because then people stay engaged and they want more, and then, like you say, they're really attached to you and want to do business with you when the time is right.
4: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This It's again, it goes back to giving the value to show that you care um, and that you're not trying to sell them. You're just trying to empower and to educate. And I think to your point that it naturally will, um, whenever it is time to do business, they're going to automatically come to you. And it's, and it's great because it's not about you all the time saying, or even myself, I'm in real estate, I'm in real estate, you know, come on, pay attention to me. It's It's the value that I bring and the information that I share without bombarding them with, um, I'm in real estate, that that, that's what makes people that I don't even realize, they even recognize what I do, and they come back, hey, Tina, I have a question about this, or I'd like to move forward and do this, you know. And it's it's amazing when you add that value and, and you just give, and you give it, like you said before, like make it that 90 seconds to two minutes tops something that's easily digestible, and if they want to go back and watch it or listen to it again, you know, it's doable and because um, it doesn't take too much time, but it adds that nugget, the game, because they're looking for game-changing, to the mm-hmm. game-change their life, game-change their business. I That's what I look forward to when I watch videos is mm-hmm. what's going to help take me to that next level, who is saying something that is going to resonate with me.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, and one of the things that we really recommend um, in turn Knowledge to Profit is repurposing your content. So you can write a blog article, but then maybe take a you know, a snippet out and turn that into a video and tell people if they'd like to learn more, they can read the full article or get the full content. So I think there's a lot of ways that people can leverage this. And I love looking at the demographics and figuring out where do the people that you want to reach really hang out so that you're giving them what they want and what they can use
4: exactly exactly um what's what's amazing is with what you said that when you give them what they want and you know where to find them it's like that's it's what is that it's the saying that you know you're you don't need to go very far it's it's right there like you're um the diamonds the acres of diamonds are right there in your backyard. You don't have to go anywhere else. You just have to know where exactly the diamonds are in
3: the backyard and just work that. Mm, I like that. I like that. So what advice would you give to people that haven't done video because it I sounds like you've done quite a bit. So what would you tell them, um, just a, a simple tip so they can get started? Because I know a lot of people are afraid of it and don't like the way they look and it's not professionally done, but that's not the intent behind it. So what would you tell them so they could get started?
4: Um, just a quick tip would be get over your fear of how you look. Just do it. It's a great way to, um, for your audience to meet you. As long as you're bringing the value, they won't care how you look. Get over it and just do it.
3: Mhm. It's interesting that you say that because when I started talking to groups, I wasn't real comfortable doing it. And I heard someone share a tip very similar that was, it's not about you, it's about mm-hmm. the people that you're speaking to. They're not really paying attention to you. They're listening to your message. And once I I realized that, I realized it wasn't about me being perfect. It was about me doing it. I had an obligation to share the message and what I had because people needed it. And it made all the difference in the world with what I was willing to try and getting out there. And that's
4: true, know, because I mean I've done so remember I told you with my own iPhone, I've done mm-hmm. I've even done T V but I've done with my own iPhone, um and I've there's whether it's facial expressions or when you load it onto YouTube, um, sometimes the the first you know, picture or cover that they put on there for you. Like, I've I looked crazy, mm-hmm. and I had to get over it. Like, you know what? I cannot be a perfectionist right now. I just need to produce this because somebody has to hear what I said in this video, even though my thumbnail is absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, it's, and it really comes down to that. Just get past it, and practice makes perfect.
3: That's so true. So how can our listeners... T- connect with you, and check out some of your videos.
4: Yes, they can actually go to my website at TinaColazo.com. That's t i n a c o l l a z ocom And also they can connect with me on um, there's Facebook, on the Single Mom Empowerment Program, as well as for real estate, um, Colazo Realty Group. Those are places that I have, I have video and additional content that will help
3: them in their journey great well thank you so much for your time today and for sharing this and i'm hoping that a lot of people are going to get out there and take some video me too (laughs) we need to take a real quick break but stay tuned when we return it's our success interview you don't want to miss it this is janelle mccauley and you're listening to turn knowledge to profit
0: Creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. Hi,
5: I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. Are you ready to step into all of your greatness, to release the confidence that lies within, to stop playing small and settling for mediocrity? If so, then you need to join us at our eWomen Network International Conference and Business Expo in Dallas this year on August 4th through the 7th. There will be hundreds of women entrepreneurs from all over the world waiting to meet you to share knowledge, wisdom, and even partnerships. Our world-renowned speakers will teach, inspire, and motivate you to greater heights. Plus, the food, the fun, and entertainment at the best party in town will rock all of your senses. Look, no one makes it alone. So it's time to stop trying to be the COE, the chief of everything, and step into your role as CEO. The eWomen Network Conference is the perfect place to make that happen. Register at eWomenNetwork.com.
0: You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network.
3: Welcome back. You're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit, and I'm your host, Janelle McCauley. Today's success interview is with leading coach and author and someone who spent 10 years working with transformational coaches, growing their client base around the world. Her name is Jackie Lappin, the owner of The Conscious Companies. I'm excited to have this conversation with you today, Jackie.
6: Well, Donnell, I'm really pleased to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me.
3: I love to start our conversation by asking our guest to share a little bit about their business. How long have you been in business? How did you start it? And how has it evolved over time working with clients?
6: Well, you'd be surprised where I actually started in business. I was one of the first um, women sports writers in America. And uh, from there, I segued into growing one of the largest sports and special events PR agencies in the country. And my client base included all kinds of organizations like the National Hockey League and Toyota Motorsports and Caesars Palace and, and Showtime Boxing. Um, and one of the things I did was I launched the Worldwide Poker Phenomenon, if you can imagine that. Um, wow. And about 10 years ago, um, you know, I really had, uh, something was calling me, and I wrote a book, a couple of books in Conscious Creation, Personal Growth Space, and I started to look around and realize as I started building media lists for these, um, for, to promote these books, that uh, n- There wasn't really a lot of really good information about where to find the radio shows and the other media that addressed that marketplace. So I started to put it together myself, and I ended up with about 750 radio shows. And I thought, if I can use this, then other people could use it. So the next thing you knew, um, I was basically doing radio media tours for personal growth authors like myself, and we now have 3,000 radio shows in our database. And mm. um, you know, I decided just to shift my entire business into serving the trans transformational marketplace. That's really where my heart is, and so I really want to help the change makers of the world. And so I threw my entire uh, focus uh, into building that business and so uh, they became the conscious companies conscious media relations being the primary one in there and it was very exciting to be able to serve people that were doing doing good in the world and so that's how I really came to um, be in that place uh, of helping with people that I believe are really the beacons uh, for the future, helping people evolve in their businesses and in their personal life, in their spiritual life, um, and so that's where we came to. And then, um, you know, the, and then we moved on to serving those people who are speakers uh, as well, who came to us and said, "You know, I really want to be speaking, and I want to get out there. And can you help us?" And so. We, you know, we're really good at listening to what the market wants and what people ask us for, and so then when we went into the side of the business where we help speakers get booked, um, with some really exciting new things that we're, we're that we've been developing. So, that's how the business has evolved over the last several years.
3: That's really interesting, and I think that um, we often talk about in our interviews where people start is not where they end up. But I want to ask you, how did you make the shift? Because that's a very different type of business. I mean, there are some things that overlap, but it's very different. So how does someone go about making that kind of shift from a successful business to a whole different direction? Because there's letting go of certain things and adding on others. What kind of challenges and or support did you get to help you make that shift?
6: Well, you know, one of the things that I, I really see myself doing is reinventing myself every five or ten years. Um, and the, the art of reinvention is recognizing that you need a new skill set and you need mm-hmm. to go find somebody who knows some of those skills and learn from them to do a lot of reading um, I went to a lot of conferences, uh, really began to delve into the business of the transformational world. And, I, you know, I certainly read a lot of books. So you you, 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 you acquire a new set of skills, and at the same time, you're letting the other skills um, sort of slide. By the way, you you use the ones, you take the ones with you that you're going to need in the next set of reinvention. For me, for example, for me, writing is the thing that's under uh, underline on my career, no matter what I'm doing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because that's the most important skill in publicity, in um, in journalism, in um, in marketing, re- marketing to clients. Um, So you you, you take the skills that are really valuable, and the things that you don't know to do well and you need to jump into that new area, well, not only do you acquire a new set of, of skill sets, but you also don't hesitate to actually outsource to people who know, and then you can learn from them, and then you can adapt those skills as well. So I think the real most important part is recognizing that there is a transition period when you're going to be doing both, um, very possibly to kind of keep the revenue coming in from the other side, but don't hold too tight. And when that starts to drift away, you know, you let it go because you've got to put your energy toward the next stage, the one that's going to be your future. Um, And the biggest thing that people do is they hold on too long and too tight. Mm-hmm. To the old, and so, and some people, you know, some people have that gift of being able to make a clean break. Well, not everybody has the luxury of doing that, but mm-hmm. at least you, you might be working, a you know, like a, a lot harder during the interim period. But there's a point when, when you let go of the old, you have a clean slate, and the new is just all there for you to really, really ramp up and commit to.
3: Well, I think it's I the the vision I get. Is like you're on a, a what is it, a, a swinging bar, a trapeze, <laughs> where, you know, you're on one side and the other bar is swinging and you can't quite reach it. So at some point you do have to let go to grab the other side. And I think you're right. I think a lot of people are holding on and they say it's not working because you can only do, you know, some for both for so long and if you're not putting all your energy in where you were, it's going to tend to go down and if you're not putting it where you want to go, it's not, the other isn't going to build up at the same level.
6: Well, and you have to be willing to invest because mm-hmm. sometimes you have to investment spend uh, even though you don't have uh, revenue yet coming in but, but you've got to put the money out in order to make money. I mean, that's just the truth of it. And the other thing is you don't have to do it alone. You can align with others. You can get help. The biggest issue with most so, you know, solo op- entrepreneurs or small businesses is that you think you're all on your own, and that's a fantasy that we create in our heads. There are wonderful resources out there to uh, find and support you in, in a transition.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, and I like the fact, you know, what you stress is you have to invest. Um, You have to put out money to make money. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs, I hear it all the time, I'll invest when, I'll get that coach when, I'll invest in this service, you know, when I have more money, when I do this, when I do that. And what we know is that when isn't going to come if you don't take those steps,
6: well, and not only that, um, you know, the, 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 one of the conscious creation um, skills that I've always taught is take the calculated risk. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to spend your money, don't spend it wildly and don't gamble. Take the calculated risk. And the calculated risk is thinking on yourself. If you're confident in yourself, if you have a vision, if you have a passion and a mission, then that's going to carry you and you are a good calculated risk. So invest in yourself.
3: I like that. Um, I think that's something for everyone to um, really think about because if you do believe in it, if you are confident in it, um, there's no better investment.
6: Absolutely. Follow your bliss, and that is the key to having a successful business. If you love it, then you are going to have the energy behind it, the wings underneath it, to make it fly.
3: Interesting. So when you work with um, people, you know, and you've spent you know, over 10 years um, working with um, transformational leaders, what kind of challenges do you come up, across, up against when people know they want to do something but they're not sure how to do it?
6: Um, that they just stop. That's the biggest thing. They just don't move. They get stuck. Um, you know, moving, if you you want something badly enough, then you're going to extend yourself. You're going Mm -hmm. to actually start stepping forward, even if you don't have the right skills. You're going to take action. But when people are scared, they just don't move. They don't do anything. And that's when their businesses suffer and um, they uh, stagnate. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. When, but commitment is really the key. Commit to the new direction. Commit to the change and follow. Start taking action, and doors start to open.
3: I like that um, action opens doors. And I really like, as you were talking, what I wrote down was, you know, I think it's a good question that people can probably ask um, when they're working with someone is some form of how badly do you want what you say you want? Um, Because people say they really want it. But I think if they wanted it badly enough, if they really believed in it, they would take the action that they need to take um, and, you know, find the support that they need to take that and not be stuck because when you aren't moving at all, you can't course correct, you, get, you don't get any momentum, you don't get any traction, you're just stagnant.
6: And the biggest thing that holds people back is just fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and, y- you know, you just need to be- bust through your fear um, and just assume that if you keep moving forward, the universe is going to support you, um, and that's uh, you really the way the energy works if you uh, if you if you continue moving forward you 're going to see support come from different places. Um, the universe awards brownie points that actually for people who uh, who get beyond their fear and keep moving
3: mm-hmm. I did um, quite a bit with um you know, working on, on fear and, and one of the things that, that really helped me quite a bit is asking the question, what's the worst thing that's gonna happen if I take this step, this action? And once I started looking at that, because usually, and, and what's the probability that's gonna happen that way? And what I found was the, you know, the probability was really low and the worst thing that was gonna happen, was pretty minimal, and I think it, we tend to really build that up in our, you know, in our head and get paralyzed by it when the probability and, you know, the actual whatever's going to happen is something that is so small. Um, I'm going to continue the conversation, um, but we need need to take a real quick break. So when we come back, um, I've got a few more things that I'd love to ask you to share. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit.
0: Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you.
5: I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomennetwork.com. That's Managing Director at eWomenNetwork.com, and let's start the conversation.
0: This is the EWN Radio Network.
5: Welcome
3: back. You're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit, and I'm your host, John L. McCauley. Today's success interview is with Jackie Lappin. Jackie has worked over 10 years with transformational leaders to help them grow their client base around the world. And we had a great conversation before the break. So if you missed it, you want to go back. We talked about fear. We talked about what's holding you back. We talked about how badly you want what you're looking for and have a great conversation. And um, I'd love to shift just a little bit, Jackie, and ask you to, to share how you work with clients, um, programs, products. How did you kind of figure out what to put together and what to offer?
6: Well, really, I follow market demand. And uh, we discovered that uh, people really wanted to be able to promote themselves on radio. So we created a radio media tour that reaches 3,000 personal growth radio shows. That was one level. And then people kept coming to me and saying, Well, can you book me for speaking engagements? Can you put me for speaking engagements? And we decided that the most valuable thing we could do for busy, transformational people who are just so overwhelmed and overworked from what they're already doing is to give them direct contacts where they can book themselves. For speaking engagements directly, you know, Mm -hmm. so that they can do it without all the headaches that research that goes into it. So we created something called Speaker-Tunity, which is the twice-a-month transformational Speaker Leads tip sheet. And we deliver to speakers twice a month at least 60 different speaking engagements all over North America. And plus, we have a private Facebook group where I'm putting in all kinds of new things all the time. And we also have uh, focuses uh, quarterly on a particular marketplace. So the people who are, tra- this is really geared toward the transformational speaker. I mean, we, we've designed it for them, so that you can just pick it up and start contacting these organizations to get booked. It makes it so easy because we're just handing you the contacts, and um, we find that, we have just, and it's really been very exciting because it's, it's about the same equivalent of what three or four cups of, of Starbucks is going to cost you a month mm-hmm. uh, to be a subscriber to Speakertunity. So people are loving it, and we're getting rave reviews for this. So that's really, really exciting. Um, and we, because of this, <clears throat> one of the things they kept saying was, all right, so now these are in-person speaking events. What about virtual speaking of opportunities? So we are launching something called Speakertunity Summits that gives people an opportunity to connect with the virtual summit coordinators and get booked on virtual summits because that's a really fast way to grow your list and grow your client base. Um, And then we're also ultimately going to create something called um, Speakertunity Radio Insider, which gives Mm. people – well, I'm I'm curating contacts from my master list
3: Mm-hmm. And
6: so monthly we're going to give people uh, opportunities to book themselves on radio shows.
3: That's great. And I know as a radio show host, we're always looking for quality you know, guests to interview, to share their stories, to, you know, it's to learn more about them and to get more exposure.
6: Well, and you know, it, it, you're right, it goes both ways. We find that hosts just love to have um, great guests ongoing
4: mm-hmm. who
6: are in different fields uh, of transformation. And at the same time, and, and what's really nice about this is we, we provide broadcast, internet, podcast, and satellite. Uh, this, uh, this week I just booked uh, one of my clients on Jenny McCarthy's show on, on Sirius Satellite Network. Um, and those are the kinds of contacts that you get, you know, from all the way from. Um, you know, national syndicated shows to local, broadga- uh, lo- local broadcasts in your area. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might get a blog talk show that's right in your, your specialty area. So we want to just make sure that, um, that the people who are getting these uh, transformational um, authors um, can pick and choose the right shows. Th- that's the nice part of what we're offering. We're giving people easy choices to access, Mm-hmm. So that it's that's an, it's an alignment match. You know, they're not going out and trying to find shows that talk to politics or or other kinds of things that really aren't in alignment. So we've saved, saved people the time by making we're we're sort of matchmakers, actually, if you would you consider that.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it's really important to for for entrepreneurs and business owners to really look at services like what you have to offer that can help them because it can take you hours and hours and days to go out and find those speaking opportunities or to pay a virtual assistant to go out and do that for you. And oftentimes they're not even the right ones. I know with what we do with Turn Knowledge to Profit, helping speakers, authors, and coaches take their, you know, ideas and intellectual property and turn it into to products and programs, again, a lot of people can do what we do themselves, but what we find is what we can do in three or four weeks can take them six to 12 months to do um, because they just, they're doing so many different things and hiring an expert to do um, and help you build your business and grow your business in a smart way can pay back very quickly and really get you moving forward.
6: Well, and you think about it, if you just get one client a month
3: mm-hmm. from
6: either Speakertunity, Speakertunity Summits or Speaker Speakertunity Insider Radio, mm-hmm. hey, it's paid for itself, not only for one month, but for probably for six months. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those kinds of investments, especially when you don't have to put a lot of money into, you know, major programs, is a gift you know, to a busy executive, um, you know, somebody building a transformational business. It's the one thing you don't have to, you know, it, put a, a, a lifetime of money in. It's going gonna, gonna to pay back in a really short period of time.
3: Absolutely. And I think that's so important for people to understand that, you know, making those decisions will really help them grow their business. It's really like, you know, we talked about – before the break, taking that calculated risk, you know, you know that the little bit of investment it's going to take is going to pay back in so many ways and add so much value and really move you forward so that you can get your message out there.
6: Exactly. I mean, the whole goal here is to give you more visibility, more exposure to more people, um, and to put you in front of your ideal clients in a faster and easier way. Mm -hmm. And... The, the, there are so many other things that you need to be doing just to service the clients that you have. This is just such an easy shortcut on your, on your new business side. So it definitely cuts down the amount of investment time that you have to make in finding a new client and, um, you know, what they call, you know, cost per client. Um, this is, you know, when you, you compare to other kinds of things, It really enables you to spend more time doing what you love, which is servicing the clients that you already
3: have. And I think that's so important to be doing that because that's really what we're good at. Um, And I think the most successful entrepreneurs are the ones that really outsource the things that aren't there zone of genius and their expertise and really understand the ROI on the services that they're utilizing and how that's helping them really propel themselves forward.
6: Oh, it absolutely and I'm fully in agreement with that. You know, it's so wonderful to see people who are loving their work and they are finding the time to enjoy life because they're not they haven't got their hands in 47 pies. They've got your, their, their hands in five effective pies. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's really um, why we, I think we exist. My, my goal in life is to make life easier and more successful for the transformational figure, the person who really deserves a break in the world because they're doing the, they're doing the, 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 the world's best work.
3: Well, I, I love what you're offering, and I'm excited to watch as it grows. So how can our listeners connect with you and learn about these resources that you have available and see if it might be a fit for them?
6: Well, if they're interested in any of the SpeakerTunity products, they can go directly to SpeakerTunity, um, and that is like speaker and opportunity, so speakertunit um, com. Um, and if they're interested in contacting me with directly, they can go through consciousmedialations.com or reach out to me at Jackie at consciousmedialations.com. And I spell my name J A C K I E. So it would be Jackie at consciousmedialations.com. I'm always available. I love to talk to transformational leaders. And, um, you know, it's my goal in life to know as many as possible so that I can, um, you know, Uh, so I can build that beautiful resonance in the world.
3: Well, I look forward to seeing what you've done, and we will have a link on our Turn Knowledge to Profit radio page so people can connect with you. And as we end our time together, can you give our listeners just one piece of advice that can help them scale and grow their business?
6: Be committed to getting in front of as many people as possible with the available time that you have. So don't hide behind your desk. The fastest way to actually grow your business is for people to connect with you face-to-face, whether that's in uh, speaking opportunities or um, in virtual summits, but people have to, uh, to see you, to know, like, and trust you. And that's really, I think, the most important message that I can deliver to people.
3: I like that. Um, It really is an important reminder. And I know with eWomen Network, we're always telling people to really build those quality connections and get connected in the community, get connected with people that can help you get the exposure that you need because if people don't know you, they're not going to be able to work with you. So thank you so much for sharing and all your insights today.
6: Oh, Janelle, thank you very much for having me here. It was a real joy. I so appreciate it.
3: My pleasure. We need to take another real quick break, and when we return, it's our business builder. Stay tuned. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit.
5: Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of E-Women Network. Are you ready to step into all of your greatness, to release the confidence that lies within, to stop playing small and settling for mediocrity? If so, then you need to join us at our E-Women Network International Conference and Business Expo in Dallas this year on August 4th through the 7th. There will be hundreds of women entrepreneurs from all over the world waiting to meet you to share knowledge, wisdom, and even partnerships. Our world-renowned speakers will teach, inspire, and motivate you to greater heights. Plus, the food, the fun, and entertainment at the best party in town will rock all of your senses. Look, no one makes it alone, so it's time to stop trying to be the COE, the chief of everything, and step into your role as CEO. The eWomen Network Conference is the perfect place to make that happen. Register at eWomenNetwork.com.
0: Creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network.
2: Welcome back. This is Michael McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. As always, I'm here with Janelle, and in our Business Builder segment today, we're going to be talking about the importance of stories.
1: I love listening to other people's stories, and I know I'm excited about today's conversation because I sometimes get challenged with making sure I'm using the right stories, but I know that they're so important so i'd love to have you just start by sharing michael how do we know where we need to put stories and how do we know we have the right stories
2: well you know first and foremost stories really create connection between you and your audience and again it doesn't matter um, if it's an audience that you're speaking to if it's an audience of clients that are in your course or uh, any other situation um, really they they help you create connection with the person that you're talking to or the people you're talking to Um, you know if you think about it humans have communicated over millennia through stories and it's really it's been true in recorded history and it's still true, true today because if you think about it even you know TV commercials Um, Most of them are really just stories. That's all they are. But they're stories that sell a product or service. Um, And if you can tell a good story and connect with your audience on an emotional level, then they're much more likely to remember you for a long time.
1: I think that's true, and the thing that I keep thinking of when you say that is really making sure and having a story that engages people, that draw them in. And stories can be a great way for people to see how what you're sharing can actually apply to them. If they see themselves in your story, it really can make a big difference.
2: Yeah, it really does. It really helps you create connection with them. Um, and then you know the the second thing that it does is. No matter how dry a topic you're talking about, if you've got good stories in there, um, it'll still keep people interested. Um, and if you switch that around, um, if you don't have good stories, it doesn't matter how compelling your topic is; they're going to lose interest. They're, they're just their mind's going to start to wander. I mean, I don't know how many of you have been in a situation where you're maybe attending an event and um, I know I've had this, where I'm taking notes, the speaker's going along, and all of a sudden, I realized that I, while I wasn't taking notes, I was actually thinking about uh, the stuff I needed at the market, or I was thinking about something I was gonna do when I left the event or whatever, because the speaker had kind of lost me. They didn't have good stories in, involved. They, they had a lot of charts and a lot of graphs, but it wasn't really making an emotional connection with me.
1: And I think that's important to do. I think it's important to draw people in.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're, you know, a lot of people will tell you, and I think it's pretty true that you have eight to 10 seconds to engage with someone when you start to talk to them. So as a speaker, you get up there, they uh, introduce you, you get on stage and you have about eight to 10 seconds to engage with the audience before they start to lose interest. And so that's why it's so important to start with a story or have some compelling stories throughout your talk um, or throughout your course or whatever it is, to keep them engaged and really make that connection.
1: So do when someone's telling a story, does it have to be something that they personally experienced?
2: No, it doesn't. And in fact, I think that it's really good to always have a mixture. Um, It's great to have your own stories because that shows um, that you have experience. It shows your expertise. It really helps them engage with you personally. But I think it's also important to have um, stories that you've heard from other people because that shows some universality to whatever it is you're talking about. So that it's not just you. It's not just them the listener that oh this happens to other people as well and that this is a challenge for a lot of people uh, and your story really helps make that emotional connection with you and also with the the issue as a whole.
1: So how does someone know if a story is gonna be engaging or gonna pull people in? Some people might say they don't have very interesting stories.
2: Well you know it's it, It's not so much that the story is not interesting, at least in my view, it's the it's the telling of the story has to be interesting. And so, you know, to say I don't have any stories and I have have met clients from time to time and say, I don't have any stories. And you know, I guess my thinking is, well, you know, you're 40, 50, 60 years old, however old you are. And have you done nothing in your life at all? And the answer, of course, is, well, no, sure, they've done some things in their life. Well, then you have stories because everybody who actually has lived a life has stories it's just a matter of how you tell them and finding the stories that f- have universal appeal and also engage and are uh, relevant to the point you're trying to make
1: Well, and i've heard you ask people when they say well i don't have any stories really asking some real good engaging questions. Tell me about a client that you've loved working with. Tell me about a client who had phenomenal results. You know, if someone is stuck, what did you do to move them forward? And I know that, so part of it I think is shifting the way we think when we're looking at stories and asking some good questions. Have a conversation with someone and record the conversation because when you're talking one-on-one, we do tend to share a lot of stories that we probably don't even think of when we actually go to um, put together a keynote or put together training.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and, and you're absolutely right that, that um, I, I do tend to ask sort of engaging questions and you might start thinking about these questions for yourself you know about how you actually have engaged with clients before how, what kinds of things have clients told you that have been successful and how could you weave that into a story just think about your everyday life um, you know I think in a previous um, business builder we, we talked about the analogy of if you don't have a car uh, then you know a basic economy car is is great for you you don't need a ferrari well that's a story okay so so think about in your everyday life situations that you've had that relate to some of the issues that maybe your clients are having and how could you meld those two together into a a really interesting and engaging story
1: so once you've got your stories how do you actually add that into your course or presentation is there a formula on how to do that
2: well yeah absolutely there is a formula Um, and there's a little bit of art as well but there is a formula and that's you know one of the reasons you want to work with uh, a company that is expert at creating products and services as you're doing that so um, a company like Turn Knowledge to Profit, we do that all the time, and we are able to get those stories from our clients and, and incorporate those into their offerings. Um, you know, first, you wanna make sure that the story supports the point you're trying to make. And uh, I know that may seem obvious to a lot of people, but you'd be surprised how many speakers don't get that basic rule. They, they tell you, And maybe you've had that experience if you think back to talks that you've been to where they tell a really interesting story, but at the end you're kind of saying, "Well, that was interesting, but I'm I'm not sure how it relates to what you're talking about." And so you were you were that's more what I would call entertainment. That's not actually teaching you anything. And so you want to make sure that they really support you know what you're trying the points you're trying to make. And that's why you know another tip I could give people is. Um, the same thing that we do when we're creating a presentation or a course or an offering for a client we don't add the stories until the very end it's one of the last things we put into the finished product and uh, you know I do have specific spots where I'll put a a placeholder that says you know story here or uh, make sure that we put a story you know ask client about a story for this spot here but I don't actually add the story until the end because I want to make sure that the story really reinforces the point that's being made and I don't know fully what the point is going to be until the course is put together and everything flows together
1: well and when you were talking about that um, and I'm gonna probably get the word wrong but it's edutainment is
2: yeah somebody used that term
1: where yeah. you're yeah. combining education and entertainment right. And I think it's important to do both. And I know I've heard presentations where someone tells a story and it's like, okay, that's a nice story, but what am I supposed to do with that? Or how do I apply it to what I'm doing? I will think think it's really important when you're telling stories to watch the audience, are they leaning in? Are they looking at you? Are they kind of on the edge of their seat or are they sitting there looking down on their cell phone, checking text yeah. message and you know, checking email? Are they really engaged? Because if they are, they're gonna wanna know what's coming next. And I think that's really important.
2: Yeah, it is. It's really important. And that's a great tip to always be looking at the audience um, and, and really seeing how engaged they are. And the other thing that I can say, it's also a tip, is to make sure that, uh, you know, there's, there's a, uh, as you said, there's a formula to telling a story or, or what story you should use. There's also a formula for how the story is structured. And you want to make sure that you, again, uh, engage with some a company or some coach or whoever it is that really understands storytelling. Um, but you have to set a context for the audience. You have to make sure the points are clear. You have to give them a background. Um, a, a lot of times what I see um, new storytellers or, or, or coaches or speakers that are trying to incorporate stories into their, their offerings, I see them um, do something I call speed thinking. So since they lived the story they sort of cut to the end without including a lot of the upfront stuff they speed think through the story assuming that their audience will understand it and a lot of times their audience doesn't understand because they haven't been given the context they haven't been given the background they haven't been given the setup for the lesson that's coming later in the story
1: that's so true. And I know that um, you often accuse me of speed thinking because I've been there, done that, experienced it. I, you know, I don't stop to think about okay, what details does someone know if they weren't there? And this is a great discussion. And I would invite all of our listeners to go to Turn Knowledge to Profit Facebook page and share where do your stories come from? And What challenge do you have to maybe decide what story to use when you're putting together a talk, training, or you really want to go ahead and share an example with the result because there is an art to it. And once you master that, it will make a big difference in the results that you get. So we look forward to hearing from you. Talk to you next week.
2: You know, this has really been a great conversation. I want to thank all of you for joining us today on Turn Knowledge to Profit. Again, I want to remind you to visit our Turn Knowledge to Profit page on Facebook and share your questions, your insights, and your ahas. And also share one action you're going to take in the next week to turn your knowledge into profit. If you have an idea for our future show, be sure to email me at michael at tk2p.com. That's michael at tk2p.com. Have a wonderful and profitable week.
0: Turn knowledge to profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream about. Join us each Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the EWN Radio Network. To download this week's show, listen to past shows, or learn how to be a guest on the show, visit TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com. Past shows are also available at EWNRadioNetwork.com and through iTunes and Stitcher. Until next time, remember, great companies are built around great products. Leverage your knowledge to live the life of your dreams. Let's continue the conversation and turn your knowledge into profits.